Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel, and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. A decision. And perhaps this is one of the most important decisions a person that really aspires for greatness in their life will ever make. Now, I want I wanna to put out there the understanding that this has nothing to do with the job or the vocation or the career or the invention or whatever it is that you are talent even, um, that you want to bring to the fruition of greatness in your life. Whatever you want to do is perfectly fine. Um, If you're a a bus driver and you want to be the greatest bus driver ever, this applies, okay? Uh, Or if you want to be president, this applies. It doesn't matter what it is that you want to do. And the reason that it doesn't matter is because everybody is here fulfilling a very specific purpose in this lifetime. So the first thing that I want to cover is the decision to be great. The second thing that I want to cover is your purpose to be great. Because believe it or not, everybody has a purpose to be great. So let's start with the decision first. I think that um, everything that we've done is leading up to this one very specific moment where you are being prepared to make a very concrete decision that you're going to make a significant change in your life, that you're going to come from a value system of being great. And the idea here is that this is not something that is taken lightly. When you make a commitment to do something and you start going back and forth on your commitment, One of the things that you're doing is you're conditioning your mind to break commitments. You're not conditioning your mind to actually do the thing that you're saying that you're going to do or to stop doing the thing that you're saying that you're going to do. You are conditioning your mind to be wishy-washy, to go back and forth, to break commitments. Um, Some commitments do need to be broken. And if you're going to make a decision to be great, you're going to have to break an unconscious commitment to not be great. Now, let me talk about this for a moment. Most people, and I know that I say that a lot because that is, you know, you have to think about societal traditions in life. Most people in society are actually conditioned not to be great, meaning that we are conditioned to be mediocre. We are conditioned to live in a very narrow region of experience within our own life and not change very much. Um, I know that we have all experienced seeing people either personally in our lives or through, through various media outlets. You know, if you live long enough, you'll see this several times where a superstar just seems to appear out of nowhere, you know, like a person like a Michael Jordan or someone, and they make an explosive rise to the top, break all different kinds of records. They become the epitome of greatness in our our minds. Um, 
there is some level of idol worship that actually goes on in this because we're really seeing, um, you know, the epitome of what we would all like to become in our own life. The problem is, is that there's a projection that takes place during this kind of idol worship where we think that we would like to be the greatness that we're seeing in other people. And uh, the projection go, then, then gets uh, transmuted into the thing that they're doing or becoming. And of course, we also get to see the benefits of whatever that greatness brings them, whether it's flashy cars or a really hot spouse or diamond rings or trips or private planes or whatever, whatever it is that, that we're perceiving that they're getting because of the greatness. And what we're not really paying attention to is that we have the ability to achieve, live, and become that greatness within our own life based on what our very specific purpose is. And that's the reason why we are attracted to the greatness that we actually see in other people. So we have to be aware of that first. Because if we're not aware of that, then what ends up happening is we put ourselves into a place where we want to achieve greatness, but ultimately we fail. And if you really think about this, it, it's, it's actually kind of paradoxical because we are not designed to fail. You've heard me say that over and over again, that success is actually easy. But if you're not success-minded, and in this case we're talking about greatness, if you're not greatness-minded, then you're mediocre-minded, or you're failure-minded, or you're dysfunctional-minded. These are not judgments or criticisms. They, they are just looking at the fact of you have to be very honest with yourself about what have you established, what are you experiencing, what are you doing, and who are you being in your life right now? It's very easy to tell just by the results that you have. Now, once you look at the results, it's going to tell you where you are in the greatness spectrum. If you look at total, complete, abject failure as the being the very bottom, and whatever you perceive in your own mind as greatness, I'll let you perceive whatever it is that you want to perceive, where do you fall in between those two categories? Where do you see yourself based on your results? And my assumption, based on not knowing you personally, you just listening to this, is it's probably somewhere well below your perceived idea of greatness. Now, if we come from the standpoint of we're going to honestly look at our results and begin to understand that the cause of those results are that at some point we have accepted a level of mediocrity in our life, then it's, it, 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 it bears to reason that one of the first things that we have to do is to make a decision to change that. It is perfectly fine if a person wants to live a mediocre life. If you don't want to be great in your life, this gives you the option to actually see the difference between what it is like to live a mediocre life 
and what it is like to actually decide to be great so that you can come from um, not only a responsible decision to do so, but you can, be, you can actually come from the awareness of what it looks like to actually make this decision. If I, if I take myself back, uh, all the way back into my childhood, uh, I can see various times where I knew that there were very significant things in my childhood, in the experiences that I was having, that showed me the difference between dysfunction and things that were functional. People's lives that were difficult and people that had lives that seemed to go relatively easy. In both cases, we have to realize this, that whatever it is that was causing the result in either one of those individuals' lives had to do with the paradigm that they were programmed with to create the results that they were creating in their life. If we decide that we're going to make a change, we have to look at it from a very sobering viewpoint. And that is that to be great, you're going to have to accept change in your life. That means that you're going to have to come from the place of accepting the, the, the past on repositioning yourself in your head to actually see yourself as a divine greatness put here for a specific purpose to carry out a very specific task to do something in a very great way. That is something that actually adds to life. Now, how do we make this decision? I think that you sit down. This is not a, a difficult process, although it is an intentional one. You sit down, you get yourself um, a pen and a paper, and you list the reasons that you actually want to be great. What are the reasons? Now, I will also say that, you know, there's a lot of people out there that have achieved greatness in their life, and they've actually done it from a dysfunctional motivation, like there's some kind of inadequacy in their life that they are desperately trying to overcome that actually pushes them to greatness. Is that bad? Not necessarily, because on one hand, they are desperately trying to overcome an inadequacy. They're doing something in a positive way to do that. Unfortunately, if they don't, if they don't become aware somewhere along that journey that that's what they're doing, when they start to achieve the greatness that they have in their life, they will eventually bring it all down in one way or another. Because there's this old saying, when you've reached the top, the only next place to go is down. But see, that is not true. Because the next place to go beyond the top is legacy, right? There is your journey. There is achieving success. There is getting to the top of success. And then there is leaving a legacy. And when we're talking about greatness, we're talking about going from a place of from achieving success at whatever level you believe success is to leaving a legacy. What is leaving a legacy? Legacy, in, in my mind, is really this. When you fulfill your purpose beyond yourself, when you fulfill your purpose beyond yourself, in other words, what you've done in your life has actually spilled over in a positive way into the lives of the others after you've actually left this life. 
so that it can be a, either a positive influence or something that continues to benefit people in a positive way uh, or leaves people with the option to make a positive decision in some way. It is something beyond ourselves. If you look at nature, all nature leaves a legacy. It is naturally inherent in life itself to leave a legacy beyond the life of the thing that lived. If you think about that, all life does that. Everything in life does that. It is a benefit in some way to, to life, either in, its, either in its small surrounding or to life in general in a larger surrounding, to, to be a benefit beyond itself once it then passes on from this lifetime. Let's think about fulfilling your purpose in this lifetime. Because if you fulfill your purpose in this lifetime, you cannot move into the place where you reach legacy. And that is, that is really going to be determined on how authentic you actually decide to become. Now, I'm bringing authenticity into this for a very specific reason, because we could talk about authenticity in a lot of different ways, especially when it comes to, like, you know, are you a people pleaser, pleasing other people? Why are you doing what it is that you're doing? Authenticity in the, in the, in the text that I want to talk about it today really is about the idea of not just understanding what your purpose is, but accepting it as who you are. Accepting it as who you are. Now, I want you to think about this for a moment. If you're going to accept your purpose as who you are, I'm talking about your spiritual being, the essence of who you are. People are always talking about what my purpose is, who am I, what am I here to do, um, but your authentic self really tells you not only the things that you want to do, be, and have in your life, but it really tells you who you are based on your purpose. Because in your authentic self are your gifts, your talents, your abilities to do things, um, and this driving desire that a person has to be exceptional in what it is that they do so that they can achieve that greatness and actually leave a legacy. So on this paper, you're going to write down the reasons that you actually want to be great in your life. And when you're going to look at them, here, I want you to look for something that is very specific. Because I have done this exercise many times myself over the years, and I continue to do it because you have to be aware that whenever you change, there's always some remnant uh, that is left over in your subconscious mind of the person that you were or the dysfunction that you left behind. And it could be, you could easily fall back into something just getting wrapped up in the minutia of working your way uh, in being great every day, like Waddles said, because it really is about being great every day. You're, what you're looking for here in the reason why you want to do this if, is if any of those reasons have to do with anybody else in any way. So 
you're making a list of all the reasons that you want to be great. Why do you want to be great? What do you want to be, do, and have? Who do you want to be in your character, the person that you're being every day in a great way, and why do you want that? Now, where you're going, what you're looking for specifically is where do those things have to do with someone else? Because when it has to do with someone else, what you're really saying is, I want to make a change in order to please or get acceptance from another person or to prove something to another person. What you're looking for is where do I want to be great because I want the peace of being my authentic self. I want the peace of being my authentic self. I think that people do not believe that they can achieve greatness in an in outstanding way in their mind and actually have peace in doing it at the same time. If we go back to the A Course in Miracles teaching and the whole idea of positioning yourself as this divine being here in a physical body that is prepared to go out and do something in a very great way, um, one of the things, one of the threads that runs through that entire book, if you actually get the book and you, and you sit down and read it, is that if we're doing something in our life that does not bring us peace, we're off track. So all that means is that we have to find out what is, what is it in the thing that we're doing that's not bringing us peace. If we are working on becoming great, if we're working on making the decision to become great, and there's something in that decision that is not bringing you peace, that means that you're off track somewhere. You have a conflict that is going on. The, and here's where the conflict is that you need to be aware of. The conflict is, do you want this for yourself or do you want this for someone else? Now, let me say that again so that you can write this down. Do you want it for yourself or do you want this for someone else? All of this needs to be about you wanting this for you and not for anybody else. You can't want it for your spouse. You can't want it for your kids. You can't want it for the people that you work with. You can't want it for the homeless. You have to give up the idea. Many people out there have the idea, I want to change the world. Uh, you Forget about changing the world. Work on changing yourself. You have to want this from yourself from a very authentic place. And because if you're going to achieve greatness, if you're going to leave a legacy, and that's what we're talking about here, then you have to be your authentic self. You cannot be something that you are not. And when you are your authentic self, in everything that you do, that's where you will do the things in a great way that Wallace talked about in The Science of Being Great. That's where you will tap into your divine genius that we talked about in A Course of Miracles. This is, this really is decision point. Now, I want to caution you on something because I believe that this is um, something that we have to take into real consideration here. You have to ask yourself this question. 
are you ready to make this decision in your life? Um, because I think that at different points in a person's life, they may or may not be ready to actually make this decision. This is not a decision to be taken lightly by any stretch of the imagination. This is a decision that really has to be made from a place of real conscious awareness. In other words, you're making the decision not because you're running from something. You're not making the decision because you're uncomfortable with something. You're not making the decision because you need to make more money. You're making the decision because you're really prepared to step into being something that you have not been all of your life because that has been, you've been programmed to be something completely different. Now, once you get this written down, the idea is to then change it in your mind so that everything is really coming from a place of, I want to do this because I want to be my authentic self. There is nothing that will bring you more peace uh, in, your, in your life. As I, as I do this, and I'm looking at a, a writing that we have on the wall by Rumi, and it says, what you seek is seeking you. And that is really true. There, there, is a, there is so much truth in that statement. What you seek is seeking you. And the interesting thing about that is as you change your thinking, you, can all, you also change what you're seeking because we're always seeking something. The universe and the reason that you're here, your purpose is always seeking you. You have heard many times over said in many different ways, whether it's from an esoteric perspective or a religious perspective or a self-improvement perspective, that God is always guiding you. Uh, even when we don't think that God is there or if we're going through some kind of tremendous hardship in our life and we're asking God for answers and we don't seem to be getting any answers, that God is always seeking us. The, the responsibility on our part is that we're, is we have to look at what are the decisions that we're making. And we always know that we're making the decision that is bringing us peace. We know that we're making a decision that brings us peace when we're making a decision to be our authentic self. And that is, it's probably very unorthodox, and this may not be something that you've ever heard before, but there is no decision to be great. There is no decision to leave a legacy without a decision for you to be 100% authentic in who you are. Challenge to this? The challenge is that when you become the authentic self that you want to be for you, not everybody is going to agree with it, and you have to be okay with that. The, the idea, though, is that you really are prepared to make the decision to step into your own authenticity of who it is that you really are so that all of the skills, all of the talent, all of the divine guidance that you're getting in your life that you can actually work on it and bring it to a point where it is legacy-worthy, meaning that you have developed it to such a high nature, to such a high vibration, to such a, a place of peak performance that it will carry on beyond your own physical presence. Now, this that is really big when you think about it because 
there are so few people in this world that actually do that in one lifetime. It normally takes a long time for a person to get to a place where they are consciously thinking of themselves, I'm number one, I'm going to be me. I'm going to be me, I'm going to be all of me, and I am going to enjoy being me. And I am going to be the authentic me, who I am authentically, because that's where my gifts are. Then I'm going to make the decision that I am going to do all of that for me because that is my divine right in life. Next, I'm going to do that so that I can take each piece of myself and begin to build upon it so that it becomes legacy worthy so that I literally can become and live the greatness that I want to be. And it is not going to steal my joy. It is not going to steal my peace. That does not mean you won't have challenges. That does not mean that you won't have frustrations. But overall, you're going to be completely at peace with the decision to be your authentic self. So once you have everything written down on the paper, in order to make this decision, and you cannot make this decision until you get to this point where you're no longer doing any of these things for another person, but you're doing them because you want to be your authentic self. That is how we make the decision to be great, because we're now making the decision to be authentic. Once we've done that, then we can move on to the next place where we're setting a higher expectation for ourselves. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. And if you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.